first I begin this episode on a personal note. A lot of you probably didn't know him, but Mike Leach was a fan of my show. He was a decent person. He married a woman who I consider my younger sibling, Sharina Carissimi, always considered my father her godfather, and uh, both Mike and Sharina were married for 10 years and had two beautiful children. Mike battled health problems for a long time. He was a fan of both Buffalo and of Syracuse. Last week, Mike passed away, and he was only 39 years old. But I got to know him, and I truly think he was a wonderful and terrific father and person. I dedicate this show in Mike Leach's memory. And now, I will begin by starting to say this. Talk about perfection. You know what? That was almost as close to perfect as Buffalo could be in a playoff game. No punts. No turnovers. Uh, I mean, all the possessions Buffalo had, with the exception of the final one to down the ball, Buffalo scored on. Yes, even if one touchdown pass was by accident. And you know what? Hey, it looked as though he was trying to throw, Allen was trying to throw the ball away. But guess what? Thank God Dawson Knox has such long arms and a good way of falling backward to make it look like, hey, I touched both feet down. That's exactly what you gotta do. Cause you know Dawson went to the school of hard knocks. And we got on top and we never let up which is what you needed to do against the evil empire. Well, you know what, Belichick? You're not Darth Vader and the evil empire no more. I wonder, Belichick, did you throw a phone while you're at it? And these darn bills ain't gotten the better of me. Whap! You know, too bad. And they say New England fans are having a tough time with this loss. You know what? I feel sorry for you. NOT! 47-17. What a performance, Buffalo. And now let's keep it up. As we gotta go out to probably the biggest hornet's nest to play in the NFL. That's right. Arrowhead Stadium and the Kansas City Chiefs. But you know, we gotta wonder, this is the fourth time in two years we've had to play Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. I mean, those first two times, you saw how much better the Chiefs were. And of course, the Chiefs were kinda down at the time we played them earlier this season. But now, they're the hottest team in the NFL. They dismantled Pittsburgh in their first round playoff game. You gotta wonder, is it gonna be the hornet's nest again? But can we get our revenge on Mahomes and the Chiefs this time? As you know, last year, that was such a touching picture, looking at Stephon Diggs just standing there while the Chiefs were celebrating. And you kind of got the picture there that Diggs saying, hey, that's for us this year. Well, the time is now, Diggs. The time is now, Buffalo and we're going back to Arrowhead Stadium. And of course, if we get, pa- get past the Chiefs, heck, Tennessee could lay ahead. 
or if Cincinnati surprises them, hey, we could have the AFC Championship game in Buffalo. That's a way to look ahead. But you know, let's think about the now. Sunday, 6.30. It's going to be Buffalo at Kansas City. Let's keep going, Bills. Can we stay close to perfect? And of course, the Indigo girls would definitely say, hey, it's close to perfect. But I never was a fan of them. Good song, though. But I will go from them perfection to talking about what the hell is going on with Syracuse. You know, this is the most inconsistent bunch of orange I've seen in a long time. Yes, they got back on the winning track against Pittsburgh. But then they had a good chance to win against Florida State on Saturday. Heck, we were only trailing by one. All we had to do is get a nice play in for a layup. We could have maybe won the game. But alas, couldn't make the layup. Hey, no one got back on defense. And of course, the player tried to do his best imitation of Vi Slamma Jamma. You know, but of course, Hakeem Olajuwon would probably say, No, he couldn't hit like me. Of course, hey, that's what's going on with Syracuse this year. A lot of inconsistency, a lot of 500 play. You gotta wonder, are we gonna stay above 500? And this week isn't any easier. If I, I'm correct, I think tomorrow it's Clemson in the Dome, but then Saturday, guess what? We gotta face the Cameron Crazies. We gotta go down to Durham to Cameron Indoor Stadium and put one of our final two games against Mike Krzyzewski because this is the year Krzyzewski retires. Well, you know what? I say good riddance to the guy. Heck yes, he's one of the greatest co college coaches of all time. He's done a hell of a job with the Blue Devils, but you know what? Syracuse is coming to town, and we're all gonna sneeze when we say your name. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you do when you say his name, Mike Sanchezki. <laughs> but I just wonder, is this team going to get on a roll or are we going to have this inconsistency through the rest of the season? You know what? A lot of people are already saying we're not going to make the NCAA tournament. Hell, we're wondering if we're going to make the NIT or maybe even the CBI or the CIT. Hell, if we make the CIT, maybe John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band could sing a song about it. Living in the C-I-T-Y, cause you know that's where Syracuse plays. Living in the C-I-T-Y, cause you know that's where Syracuse plays. No, next thing I know I'm gonna get a cease and desist letter from John Cafferty. You know what? It would probably be on the dark side if he did it. Well, there were a lot of tender years thinking about him. But you know, hey, we gotta be tough all over, Syracuse fans. And speaking of tough all over, let's get some consistency, will ya? Come on, Syracuse. It's the time to really buck up and start playing. Enough of this 500 ball. And while I'm, go I'm going from one to another one, a circus act, if you ask me. The whole thing with Novak Djokovic. Yes, nine times he's been the Australian Open champ. 
But the thing is, apparently, he pretty much forgot how tough and strict Australia's quarantine and Australia's import rules. Apparently, he hadn't vaccinated, and this whole thing happened with his visa and everything. Plus, hey, he was held in detention. Plus, he then revealed that last month, yeah, he developed COVID, but he didn't isolate. Heck, Djokovic, didn't you know where you were going? Yes, you've won the Australian Open nine times. Yes, you're one of the best tennis players around. Yes, I mean, you're on par with Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal with Grand Slam wins. But you know what? Where's John McEnroe? You gotta wonder, did he hear this? McEnroe probably said to Jokovic, Hey, you cannot be serious! You cannot enter Australia with all of that! Hey, don't you know how strict they are? What kind of a fool are you? Hey, Jokovic, I think you pretty much got what you deserved. They rejected your visa. Heck, you had to fly back to Dubai. Dubai? Aren't you from Serbia? Why didn't you fly back to Belgrade? As you know, Bel probably wouldn't be Grod that you screwed up the thing there in Australia. Of course, there's a lot of players from Serbia and a lot of players from Croatia, basketball players, who definitely would agree with you. Heck, Vlade Divac probably did a pretty good slam dunk, didn't he? Oh well. Know what? You're not going to be able to enter Australia for three years now, Jokovic. Of course, with the whole thing of appeals, that probably won't happen. But what's an Australian Open without Novak Jokovic? Probably, probably Rafael Nadal's probably down there saying, Okay, I could maybe move in on the record myself. <laughs> well, you know what they say in Australia. No rules. Just right. Hey, Jokovic, how about a Vegemite sandwich on me? But of course, you can't import Vegemite into the United States. Too many rules. Get it? Last but not least, I'm gonna say, hey, congrats to the Waterloo girls. You definitely were the better team against Minders. And to a certain person, I'm not naming any names. How do you like your crow? With butter, no salt. I'm Ken Haas, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs>